0: You're listening to the Michael Petinjack show. All right, hey, what's happening everybody? Uh, uh, I love this song. It's a great song. I was listening to iTunes in my car and okay. and I put on the most uh, the most played and then this came on.
1: The most plainly because track. Because
0: if you think about it, I mean, I use my Samsung now to play the the intro music. Of but course. for a long time, it was my iPhone. Yeah. So I would play it at least, I don't know, once, twice, no, twice a week to do the show. And I guess they just racked up like over time. And my phone is like, wow, you really love this royalty free. Motivational song. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Like they put royalty-free? It, it. Well, that's because yeah. I, I can't use... A paid thing. A pay, I,
1: I have to use royalty-free yeah. music, so... It's a good song.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We should put lyrics to it.
0: You know I was thinking about that?
1: <laughs> we should just let it play. Yeah. And then and come just, in, and drop, drop in. Yeah,
0: and so, uh, you put lyrics... Uh, yeah the podcast can we call paul mccartney yeah we like oh hello oh what's up michael hello oh, wibbly wobbly little bassy wacy? yeah you know little songy wongy yeah you know three
1: minutes later there's a hit song
0: you know do you know ringo could write songs i didn't even know that you know that's the funniest thing so jay and i were talking the other day about how like was he on howard stern uh paul was
1: on howard stern
0: and and paul was like you know you know ringo could really write songs
1: but he just never said anything you know for years we were writing songs and we didn't know (laughs) i mean think about it though you're they he just kept his mouth shut for like eight years (laughs) and then finally they were because howard was like well you let him have like one song on every album octopus's garden etc and he was like uh yeah yeah. But then he come out with some good songs towards yeah. the end. Yeah. We didn't we were all looking at each other and, like this guy <laughs> this guy can write songs? Why don't you say something?
0: Well, you know, I'm in a band with, you know, Paul McCartney and,
1: peace and, and love
0: and John Lennon. Peace and love. Peace, peace and, and love. love. <laughs> you know, peace and love.
1: So funny. Paul McCartney <laughs> was a like
0: dumbfound. He was like, Ugh. You know, he had a pretty good solo career Ringo and he still does
1: well that's that's kind of I was just going to say I saw an interview with Lennon yeah in 75 or 76 and he said they were talking about his relationship with uh, Paul yeah and he said that they him and Paul were good then sure they were like reconciled or yeah whatever and he said uh, are you happy that everybody's having their own like solo careers sure and he said "I'm, I'm most happy for Ringo yeah because we all know Paul was going to be okay because sure. he writes write songs. Like, yeah. He doesn't have to say anything the rest of his life. He can just no. write songs. He's like,
0: I'm, I'm Paul McCartney. I'm Paul McCartney. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Um. And George was, I mean, George he, is a super talent. Yeah. Too. He he wrote actually some of the best Beatles songs. Like if you ask yeah. people, they actually think some of the best Beatles songs are George songs.
1: Yeah. Because I've been listening to the Beatles channel like more. I'm not a huge Beatles fan like you. You're yeah. a uber yeah. Beatles fan. Yeah. There are, like, the songs that I like are George's songs. Yes. And, uh, but John was saying in the interview, I'm really happy for Ringo. Because Ringo had, like, immediate success Yeah, following the breakup. Yeah. So, he's and, and, like, I'm just so happy for Ringo. Ringo's yeah. killing it. Because
0: Ringo really didn't have anything to prove, I don't think. I think Ringo was just good. He was like, let's just make an album. He got a bunch of people together. Yeah, We were like, John, Paul, George. I mean, of course, John and Paul, they wrote all like ninety-nine percent of the Beatles songs and they had the most to win or lose on solo careers. Well they couldn't come out and have like a dud. Yeah, exactly. The pressure is on. Yeah. So they had to have a great first post Beatles album yeah. where Ringo was like, let's just make an album. <laughs> I'm just playing the drums. Ooh. He didn't care. He was like, fuck this, you know, Imagine peace and love. Peace Michael and Jackson
1: love. after thriller. Yeah, oh yeah. That's he, pressure.
0: He was like, Oh, I better I better <laughs> think about this. Yeah. Oh, I better write a good one.
1: Right. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, you know, like. Dude, Thriller is like. Off the Wall was like a, a great album itself, right? Mm-hmm. Then he comes out with Thriller. Thriller. And then it.
0: Okay. And like, it's almost like, I'm good. I'm done. Thank you so much. He should have just dropped the mic. He should.
1: <laughs> and then. <laughs> Go out on top. Do whatever he did. Yeah. Which we don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well. And then. Uh, off the deep end he went. Well, because Bad was the. That, that, that was later.
0: Right. Yeah, you know what? I I have to be honest. I don't know shit about Michael Jackson albums. Um, like I mean, I I can say Thriller, but as far as like the the order, I'm just going to look it up. Let me grab a. Yeah, I'm just going to look it here. up. Yeah, look it up. So Thriller's 82.
1: Ooh.
0: Okay, so Off the Wall is 79. Yeah. Okay. And then you come out with Thriller, 82. You know,
1: 88 was bad. Oh, so Bad was for the follow-up. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, I was right.
0: Yeah. It's unreal. Studio albums. Let's see here. So, okay, so Off the Wall was 79. Thriller was 82. (laughs) Bad was 87. 87, okay. Dangerous was 91. That's the one. That's a good album. Dangerous. And then after that, who knows? Dangerous.
1: I mean, what are you thinking, though, when... um... You just sold a billion records, and then you're like, "Well, I have to make another album, I guess." Yeah, I
0: guess I should probably get back into the studio. That
1: doesn't make any sense, dude. But yeah, Ringo's out there still making albums. Oh. He's, he's 77 now.
0: He's like going on tour.
1: Yeah, he like he like doesn't care.
0: He's like you know, peace and love. Gonna play the drums. Mm-hmm. Gonna get my friends together. You know. <laughs> Gonna go out there and play the drums. Did you know? You know? What, you know? What I watched on YouTube. <laughs> So I love that movie, Dewey Cox. I'm a huge fan of it. I mean, it it's a ridiculous movie. Is that the John C. Riley guy? Okay. It's a John C. Riley movie. It's not that funny. I find him hilarious, especially when he's with Will Ferrell. And um it you know, it's it it's a movie that 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 uh parodies walk the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it also it just doesn't parody Johnny Cash, you know, walk the lines about Johnny Cash. Yeah, it parodies it parodies um, yeah. Bob Dylan, yeah. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. It parodies all kinds yeah, con- of Elvis. In your real house. Yeah. yeah, all kind of stuff. And I just find it so funny. And uh, there's a point where they're in India and they meet the Beatles. Paul is played by Jack Black. Okay. John is played by Paul Rudd. Okay. <laughs>
1: Paul Rudd?
0: Yeah. He's like, well, you can imagine, you know, he's like, I'm John Lennon. You look a real, like you know, terrible John Lennon like, impersonation. Like a nerdy, John yeah. Lennon. I mean, John uh, Jack Black can't even do a British accent, let alone you know be Paul McCartney.
1: What's Jack Black's deal? He's an interesting guy.
0: I love Jack Black. He's funny. Yeah, I love Tenacious D. His band, Tenacious D. Yeah, they're awesome. They're yeah. they're. See, I watched an interview, and someone was like, "Why don't you guys write serious songs? Like all Tenacious D songs, it's not Weird Al parody." But they're still like... Because, you know, Weird Al takes a song that already exists. Right. Like
1: like bad. Like a sampling.
0: Yeah, like bad. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jackson's bad. Or, yeah. th- or Thriller. And he makes it into fat.
1: <laughs> I'm fat, I'm fat.
0: You know it. You know? Yeah. Where Tenacious D doesn't parody songs. They write their own music. And they write phenomenal songs, but it's always tongue-in-cheek. And he said in the interview, we don't write serious songs because... They always come out like sappy, sad, sappy bitch music. He goes, I don't want to be in that kind of band. Yeah. So we write these... He does what makes him happy. Exactly. And it's amazing. But I love Jack
1: Black. I love yeah. Tropic Thunder is oh. is just. You know, I didn't know that was Tom Cruise. I didn't see Tropic Thunder for years. I can't believe you. That's so I didn't Tom see Cruise. it. I didn't know who it was. Oh, I see. I and then saying... one day it was on TV. And my brother was like, you know that's Tom Cruise. In, in my opinion. I was like, no?
0: Yeah, in my opinion, that's, that's his best role of all time. I'm <laughs> well, not even joking.
1: Well, it, it's good, but I don't think it's his best role. I think it's his best role of all time. Risky Business is the best. Listen. Ri- Risky ris- Business is phenomenal. Risky literally. Business is fine.
0: But when he says, I'm going to stick my fist so far up your ass, your shit's going to have to tiptoe over my wedding ring.
1: <laughs> I
0: was like, oh, that's that's so brilliant. Yeah. It's just a brilliant... It's, it's brilliant for... Because it, it's a dangerous thing for him to do. It's a dangerous thing for an actor who is so solidified in Hollywood right. to all of a sudden do this outrageous, you know, uh, he, you know, based on like Harvey Weinstein, you know, the big yeah. Miramax guy. Like he, that that that's who he was based on. Right. Because you know the rumor is he is literally a tyrant. Like he will tell you to go fuck yourself. Like if you're in his office and you're messing with his. His 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 mojo, yeah. Like his movie making prowess, yeah. He will say, "Get the fuck out of my office!" Like I will, I will literally, like he goes, "I literally want you to go fuck your face!" Like in the movie, that's just to me hilarious. Like yeah. to ha- hear Tom Cruise
1: say all these things with his image, it because it didn't even. Not only did it not look like Tom Cruise, it didn't sound like him.
0: No, he totally he was like changed a, his, He was a monster. in that. Yeah, he literally it was. He needs more was, stuff like that. Yeah, and that's and I, and I agree. It just because. You're already Tom Cruise. Like, what do you have to prove? Nothing. Again, it's like with like Michael Jackson. You've made Thriller. Just make, you know, you've already done it. Like, you're already Michael Jackson. You know, even like with like yeah. Ringo, he's coming out w- with a new album. It doesn't have to change the world.
1: No. You're already Ringo Starr. He's doing whatever makes him, yeah. you know.
0: Hey, Ringo, good for you. Yeah. Peace and love. Peace and love. What <laughs> the hell? Oh, my God. I was listening to the Beatles channel. On the way here, and they were actually playing a bunch of music that influenced the Beatles. Okay. So, like w- when I pulled in, they were playing Elvis. You know, because you know, oh, uh, this Elvis.
1: meeting with Elvis. Yeah, I I did a little research on oh, this meeting with Elvis on the Beatles. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now listen, yeah, <laughs> hold on. This is so funny. They're they're interviewing Priscilla. You know, yeah, the golden vagina. Yes. Like what was it? What was it? We still want to know. We want to know. We're waiting for like fan mail to. We're writing Priscilla. Yeah,
0: someone needs to write into the show and tell us. Right, and. Okay, so just real quick about on <laughs> um, vaginas, I was watching the, I was just watching the show. This could be a long yes, episode. <laughs> no, no, it could be. I was just watching the show botched on um, this morning. Oh yeah, while I was getting ready. Yeah, yeah. And a woman came in and oh, she no. wanted her her nose done and her boobs bigger. Okay. But they were reviewing. All- she was like a plastic surgery. You know, she's a nightmare. A nightmare. And they asked her all the surgeries that she's done oh, th- that that she's had. And she goes, "Well, I've had my eyes done, and my nose, and my lips, and my boobs, and I've had lipo, and I, I have a designer vagina." And they were, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, they were whoa, like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" What is that? Because she's from England. Okay. So, they were like, "What? What are you talking about?" Oh well, they just, you know, they just take the labia in a little bit. Then she was explaining uh, what. It, so it basically they go down and they just clean it up, I guess, make it look a little, oh. a little more. Appetizing. I, I understand. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> More Carnegie uh, Deli and less Arby's. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So the Beatles are okay. they're they're interviewing Priscilla Presley. So they're asking Priscilla about how did you feel like what was going on when the um when the Beatles came?
0: Yeah. Now, the, when was this? When was this? This interview, like more, re, like more recently. It was more recently. Okay. This okay. is,
1: you know, this is probably within five years. Okay. And well, who knows? Priscilla has looked the same for yes. years. Or I think I she's know. immortal. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's a um, vampire. So she said that um, Elvis's um, manager, okay, was supposed to keep this all under wraps. Okay. Nobody was supposed to know about this—that the Beatles were coming to Beverly Hills. Okay. To meet Elvis. It wasn't
0: Memphis? No. Oh, I thought it Beverly was. Beverly
1: Hills. You know what? That makes sense because why would the Beatles be in Memphis? Right. They came to New York, did their yeah their if, shows yes. in New York City and whatever. And then they flew to L.A. And Priscilla said everything, nobody knew. It was all hush hush. And then all of a sudden one day there's like fans outside. Yeah. And she's like, "What? What's the, what's going on? There's like a couple hundred fans here. He leaked it. Who on did? purpose. The manager for Elvis. Thinking that this was gonna be like a giant Elvis the Beatles meet Elvis. Yeah, because Elvis like didn't really care. No, he's Elvis. Right. And she said Elvis was like cool with it, but he didn't it wasn't like it was just another day for him. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal to him.
0: Yeah. Because think were, about mm-hmm. this. The Beatles, the mm-hmm. biggest band in the world. Okay. Elvis is like
1: Whatever. Yeah. He's like Elvis is like I'm already I I was the I've been the biggest thing for 12 years. Yeah. So congratulations. guys. They come in, I guess. And she said they were really polite. Mm -hmm. They were super nervous, obviously. Yes. And they came in. They, you know, somebody let them in. And then they came and like they were looking around at all the stuff. Yeah. You know, Elvis's stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Elvis, they came in like a, a room and Elvis was like sitting on a couch. Yeah. And they were like, uh, John Lennon. Yeah. Elvis Presley. Yeah. uh, Paul McCartney, Elvis Presley. Yeah. Ringo Starr, Elvis Presley. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And um, he was like, Elvis said, how do you do, blah, blah, blah. And they were kind of like hanging out. And the the Beatles weren't saying anything. They were real nervous. Well, what do you have to say? Well, they're meeting their like heroes, So they were real like. You yeah. know, awestruck or whatever. You it, know, it, It'd be like me, like, meaning Mario. Yeah. Like, I I really wouldn't know. There's a lot of things I want to ask him. Yeah. But you're not sure what to ask him. At the time, yeah. Yeah. You just like, don't know. You don't know. Yeah. So, uh, Elvis is like, well, you know, uh, if you guys are just going to sit here, I'm just going to grab my guitar and start playing. Yeah. So, he grabbed a guitar and just started jamming out. hmm And they they were like, yeah. the Beatles were like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the meeting went it was like real awkward yes they just didn't know what this talk to elvis about. i i heard that john played guitar as well during the meeting yeah he he came that's what she said that yeah paul was the most nervous yeah but um uh john picked up the guitar i guess too and they were they were playing and they were jamming a little bit but john i saw then i saw an interview with john that's he said because they said who's your biggest influences and, yeah yeah you know and he said like think he said Roy Orbison and Elvis, yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. whatever, right? The n- usual suspects. But he said after Elvis went to the war, got drafted, yeah, and then came back. He said he didn't like Elvis anymore. I saw the interview. I was like, wow. And he said, yeah. And then he, then he like his later stuff with the outfits and stuff. He was like, he's like that was a big turnoff to me. I didn't really like Elvis after that. I'm I'm not surprised. Paul that- came off as kind of a dick, to be honest, in the interview. Like, it, yeah. did, he, it didn't. He didn't come off well. Yeah, but because I, I was like. Well, they—that's Elvis Presley. You might want to like
0: the Beatles have always interviewed very bizarrely. Yeah, you watch any interview with them;
1: they're so like squirmy.
0: They, 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 um, they always get interviewed, or when they when they are interviewed, it's always very awkward. They always answer questions very bizarrely Mm -hmm. in a kind of snarky way. In and
1: a roundabout,
0: like very long, round, witty yeah, very and,
1: roundabout,
0: very, <clears throat> very strange, very like witty, quirky. It, it, it's <laughs> it's it's very bizarre. Yeah, I didn't. They don't really give like well the one with Howard, but see that's now though that that's
1: Paul re- more recently. Yeah, but that yeah that that kind of doesn't count because yeah. uh, Howard's just so good at interviewing too yeah. that yeah. he gets people out of their shell. But yeah, imagine Howard starting interviewing the Beatles uh, together. That yeah. would be like the ultimate thing. Oh my god, that would have been that would have been unbelievable. Yeah. See,
0: I would love to see him interview Ringo and Paul together because yeah. then it's like both perspectives and like different, different. You know, no, no matter what, you know, you have you know Ringo or Paul said it like in an interview more recently. You have four people in a band and you have four different versions of what happened because everyone sees it from a different perspective. Yeah. I so mean, it, like interviewing them together, you might have Paul say one thing. And then Ringo, you know, says another. You there's know. no
1: band I feel like t- today. Yeah, that's. Not, music's a lot different. I understand. that. Yeah. But there's no. There's no artist that's like larger than life, sort of. Like to me, I don't. Know yeah, if I understand a, what you mean. <clears throat> there's no Elvis or there's no Beatles. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of people really like. Um, uh, like the Stones, I guess, are kind of. Well, the stones—they're past their prime. Yeah, you know. the stones—they just tour now.
0: Yeah, same era is as as. But here, yeah. here's the deal: it's almost like what makes the Beatles so great—you can't see them live anymore. There's only two left. Even if you go see one of the other, especially Paul, he plays a lot of Beatles songs, mm-hmm. but it's still just him. Yeah, their their career is finite. Their career happened. They met here. They broke up here. That's it. That's the Beatles. Yeah. They made the movies. Hell, Hard Day's Night, Magical Mystery Tour. They made the albums. They they invented music, music v- videos. You can go online and watch the Beatles music v- videos, which who in the 60s was making music right. videos? All right. And that's it. That's the Beatles. Where the Stones, it's almost like, yeah, it's cool. They're still touring, but how many times... Can you hear satisfaction? Like it's almost I don't want to say they've lost their edge or they're still the Rolling Stones. It's just a little like Well seeing like 80 year old McJagger's different seeing 30 year old McJagger. Exactly, but it's still yeah. like you can still go. And okay, here's another here's here's the here's the difference though. When the when the Stones tour, they still play PPG Arena. You know, if you go see let's say the Hollies tour it again, they're not playing PPG Arena. No no, 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 no. No, no. You know what I mean? No. They're playing like Like the arenas. Meadows Casino. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean though? That's the difference. Like the Stones can still fill stadiums because 'cause they're the Rolling Stones. Yeah.
1: But they're still a big deal. Like Aerosmith comes and they still they still do arenas. They, and they stuff. still blow it out. Bon Jovi's still blowing it out. Yeah, they do stadium tours yeah. and stuff. They still and blow it out. I kinda feel like um Madonna was there, but Madonna's like a joke now.
0: See, uh, too much plastic surgery, too much yeah. weird stuff going on. So and, there's nobody out there that's no. sort of like no. What? What? Who? Yeah. Like Justin Bieber? Yeah, uh, it's you a know. joke. Like, yeah, there's nobody. Forget it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't get. It. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people really like um too I don't. Yeah. They don't have any cachet to me. Like, yeah, that's not like a must see. No, act. No, you know what I mean. Like, is there anybody out there that they were like, if they're come, if you had one show to see. Like I feel like Queen was like that. Like I'd I'd kill to see Queen live. with Freddie Mercury. With sure, Freddie Mercury. Like that was cause, yeah because he's dead. And you can't see them anymore. Yeah, so I guess that, that kind of doesn't qualify them. But um. it's still though. It's it's
0: still, it's still like, what we're talking about here is really. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm trying to think if 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 if, like, like if you if could be group...
1: famous being on YouTube now.
0: Sure. This yeah. This is what I was going to bring that's up earlier. Sort of. The... This is the problem. Mm-hmm. There are so many. Famous, quasi-famous, yeah, li- like Instagram famous. There's something called Vine famous. Yeah, you were people who that. are literally they're only famous because they have 10 million Vine followers. Yeah, I don't but know but 10 if 10. you saw them at the mall, you wouldn't know who they were, right. unless you were a teenage girl who followed them like on Vine. Yeah, but me and you wouldn't know who they are. No, we we would have no idea. No, just some random dude. But it's a cute teenage boy from Arkansas or something who. Does these six second videos and has an Instagram and he has ten million followers, so is he really famous? Ten million people follow him, but how famous really is he? He has no
1: talent. Right. If Instagram was around in nineteen sixty two, the Beatles would have two hundred million followers. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Yeah. It's weird to me. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But there's you're right. There's Nobody though. that's like. No. Oh my goodness! Like there's
0: that. there's no one current. There, there's still the Stones. You still got certain people who used to be. Yeah. Or are still kind of in the stretch for Paul McCartney, yeah. Ringo Starr. I mean, did you ever go to a Paul McCartney concert? It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's he opened PPG Arena.
1: Or Elton John is sort of there.
0: Yeah. Well, yes, but again, but he's from the sixties and seventies. Yeah. See, I'm talking about right now. Who yeah, like Cuff of... Daddy? No, I don't no, no. know. He's more of a producer, yeah, entrepreneur guy. Even like J Lo. Who cares about J Lo like anymore? J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez. She has a TV show now. <laughs> she with. was huge.
1: Yeah.
0: But now it's like, who, yeah, dude, I can't even think of one. Dave Matthews Band. I lo- see, I love Dave Matthews Band. I like Dave Matthews. That, that's my kind of music. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah,
1: that, you know, that that's kind of good. jam rock thing, a lot of pot smoking. I don't smoke weed, but yeah. a lot <sighs> of it around. I saw this uh, this article about like you know Glastonbury. There's sure. This, they try to get. I love together. Glastonbury. It's amazing. Yeah, and um, it's sort of like the like Clapton. Like I, it'd be cool to see Clapton, but he's from the '67. Exactly so that sort of thing. And uh, they were talking about Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake. He's a big deal, I guess. Yeah, But, you know, Justin Timberlake, you you know, if you never see him live, you could just watch like like, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Or or, Jimmy
0: Fallon every day. And he's a great SNL host. Yeah. So, again, same thing. It's
1: not like it's not like hard to see this person. Yeah.
0: Lady Gaga, I saw her twice live. It's I've seen her. She was
1: okay. I mean, yeah. it was just a lot of gays. Yeah, it's it, it's a gay. It, it it's, literally her her concerts are gay pride
0: parades. Yeah, like I was, I was like on the floor, like in the front. Danielle and I got amazing tickets, and I kind of had to like put my hand over my butt. Just, just
1: it was a little. <laughs> I just, yeah, I didn't want any oops. You know what I mean? So there's this whole movement to try to get Oasis back together. Because the brothers hate each other. Yes. But they make such good music. Yes. That they're sort of like, you only had them for this amount of time. Yeah. And there, there's this big swell to like try to get them back together. Yeah. And Liam was talking about how his brother's an asshole for yeah. playing Glastonbury or whatever. Well, I don't know.
0: I think one of the issues with them is they, they hate were, each other. They were trying to be the Beatles, like they even said were the best thing since the Beatles, which I actually don't agree with. In my opinion, the best songwriters since the Beatles, since the McCartney Len, Lennon McCartney, yeah. are the Bare Naked Ladies. The the um, Stephen, we met them at a Penguin game. Yeah, Stephen Page, and um, oh my god, how could I forget his name? Ed doesn't matter. That's your boy. I don't know a- Anderson. I think okay. Doesn't matter. Sorry, Ed. Okay, <laughs> their songwriting ability. Is unbelievable. Like if you look at their catalogue of songs together, yeah, it it is as enormous as the Beatles catalog. Now are they as influential as the Beatles? No. Did they change the world like the Beatles did? No. Well, but if you look at their songwriting ability. Yes.
1: That's what well I was telling you the other day about Neil Diamond. He was yes. on um that show on Axis. Uh-huh. And they, they profile a different artist like every week. Yeah. Neil Diamond's probably the they were saying he, he's in that like league.
0: I would say he's probably one of the best, if not the best, American songwriter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he
1: it's like phenomenal. Like the yeah. things he's written. Yeah. There, he's written
0: but songs you don't even know he's written. It's different though from his, in my opinion, except for the monkeys stuff, because yeah. the monkeys were supposed to be like. A parody of the Beatles. Yes, and they weren't supposed to be a real band. It was a yeah. TV show,
1: and they just kind of. But fell But then success.
0: they became so successful. Yeah, they had to learn how to play instruments. Now, not Mike Nesmith; he, he already knew how. But the other ones had to learn how to play instruments, and they became a real band. It's amazing. But they weren't a real band. They were they were actors. They were like you know like uh, M- Mickey Dolenz was like a child actor. Like it was it was a TV show about a fictional band called it's the unreal. Monkeys. It's like Spinal Tap. Yeah. They're the best fictional band. Yeah, but, but you could have seen them live. They they actually played their instruments. They went toured. Yeah, they yeah. were like a big band.
1: <laughs> oh my god! But
0: like, um, what, what was I saying? The the monkeys.
1: You said they weren't real.
0: They they weren't.
1: We were talking about Neil Diamond.
0: Oh, Neil Diamond. So <laughs> Neil Diamond did write some monkey songs, but then his music to me is what American music sounds like without the influence of the British invasion. Okay, it's a continuation of Elvis. Yeah. Okay, Elvis's songs were not... Elvis's songs were American. Okay, if you listen to Elvis, a little bit of conversation, a little more action. It's this whole different kind... It's a different drum beat, yeah. a different feel. There's
1: horns. It has the... Uh, this- <laughs> and he had that, like... Um, if you listen to his early, early music... yeah. Um, the Rockabilly, it would, the, yeah. early rock, when he was on like Louisiana Hayride and yeah. like all these radio programs before TV and shit. Yeah. Okay, it, it's super twangy country. Yeah. Yes, well, that's sound, where he was from. Yeah, he sounds very, very different from the Elvis that you and I like. Yes, know. and then he a little bit was because he wasn't like super confident yet, mm-hmm. and then as he grew, as he like matured, he became like. Himself, yes. It was really interesting um stuff. Like I, I heard an interview with the guy that wrote "Suspicious Minds." Yeah. Oh, I love that song. And I love that that's, song. That's, that's one of my karaoke songs. That's a phenomenal song. Yeah. And the guy said, "I knew this was a number one song, but I just needed the right person to sing it." Yeah. And um. Yeah. Well, that was on the Elvis channel on on, yeah. on XM, and um, I was just like, "That that's phenomenal." And he's like, "Elvis wanted to do my song." And I knew that he would get it right. He was yeah. the right person for the song, mm-hmm. and it was like you know, it was like the biggest song. Yeah. Um. I, this This is weird. Yeah. Th- that guy's still alive. His name's Mark something. Mark Fain or oh, who wrote that song? Yeah. Suspicious yeah. Minds. Like really interesting. Yeah. I, I. It's bothering me. I he I his interview was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that.
0: Yeah. Well, Elvis just had a certain. He it's like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. What 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 made Frank Sinatra any different than any other crooner? Um yes, he had a good voice. Was it the greatest voice in the world? Maybe, maybe not, but it was it's all about interpretation. Now, Tony Bennett had a phenomenal voice. It's done now. What? Tony Bennett, I'm like him now. You don't like him now? Not really. Well, he he's doesn't a, he's kind of strange. He doesn't do anything. Well, you know what? He he gets a little too political. You know, he's well, off, he's off with like Lady Gaga making albums. You Mark know. James. Okay. I was close. Okay, <laughs> I was close. So Mark James was the guy with two minds. first names. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. songwriter Mark James. Yeah, um, yeah. He he couldn't. He wasn't an artist. He could just write. Sure. He sure. tried to sell it, but it, he he couldn't. Yeah. Um. Uh. The song was handed to Elvis by producer Chips Moman. Yeah. Become a number one song in 1969. That was a huge tune. That was, that's, that's like a signature Elvis song. I think it's the song that like, like when you say Elvis, that's a song I think of.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Like if you yeah. want to play word association. Yeah. Uh, so a suspicious minds Elvis. Elvis. Oh, well that's, that's it. Like you would. You it, know,
0: it's one of those tunes they, where like him. Well, speaking of, of like Tony Bennett, you know, I left my heart in San Francisco. Tony Bennett. Yeah. Okay. That, that song was literally in a drawer. It, it, it was that's it unreal. was disregarded like, like the, new york new york yeah the songwriter was like, eh, like who, who who cares about san francisco and I like put it like in a drawer and someone found it and oh. handed it to tony it's his signature song
1: that's unbelievable. and he
0: only he can sing it it's like freebird okay you can't yeah. don't 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 play freebird like if you're <laughs> if you're a crooner yeah and you're like if i if i started playing if i started singing in like jazz clubs and i and, and i go I left my heart. Boo. Like it's only Tony. Like only Tony yeah, could sing. Don't that. try. I wouldn't dare. Okay, it's like even like New York, New York. Are you Frank Sinatra, sir? No. Shut up. Why don't you move on? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. don't don't try to because at this point, okay, everyone knows Tony Bennett's yeah. version. Everyone knows Frank Sinatra. Yeah and then it, then it's you yeah, Sinatra
1: was a prick man oh he was a
0: fucking asshole
1: oh he man he was the chairman of the board yeah he was a prick
0: yeah you know uh, <laughs> but but he could be because he was Frank Sinatra <laughs> unless you're Don Rickles Don
1: Rickles Don him, Rickles who do, who, what music do you play when you're trying to get trying to make it with a lady yeah <laughs> The Frank Sinatra. He, yeah. Sinatra couldn't keep a straight <laughs> he face. He couldn't. He was like, I don't know.
0: Don Rickles was the only person in the on the planet that could make him laugh. Who could make Frank laugh. Well, Johnny Carson, too. Yes. But, but Don make, busted his balls. Yes. He was the only person who could get away with busting yeah, his balls.
1: He, he could have been killed.
0: Yeah. My favorite story is um, they're at a restaurant and he goes over to Frank. He goes, Frank, Frank, yeah. I'm trying to make it with this girl. Yeah, In a couple I minutes... Told her, I told her I knew you. Yeah, I told her I, I knew you. I told her friends. Yeah, come over and just say say hi to me, you know? You know. And so he comes over and says,
1: Hey, Don, how are you? Frank, don't just see that, that I'm eating here? <laughs> yeah, you know, me alone, <laughs> Frank. It's the funniest <laughs> story ever. The, the way he delivers the story yes. is just... Don Rickles was the king.
0: He, yes, I think he was probably the funniest person of all time. Yeah, I. Agree. I mean, you can talk about Robin Williams, Jim Carrey. It's totally different kind of comedy. Talk about. You could talk about Richard Pryor, um, uh, George um, Carlin. Carlin, you know all these uh, Louis C.K., Jerry Seinfeld. Fine, 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 fine. At the end of the day, who's making everyone laugh? Rickles. Don Rickles. Rickles
1: made the people he was making fun of laugh.
0: Yes. Think if you lined up all the comics that I just talked about, every single one of them, in in, in the front row, from Richard Pryor to Louis C. K. He could Don Rickles could go right down, you know, Pryor, you, you want to stop drop a drop and roll, huh? Uh huh. You know, because he, he like he, <laughs> like, caught himself on fire He tried to kill himself. Exactly. You what know, an I mean, idiot. I mean it's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant.
1: People you are know? like, Man, Richard Pryor was a genius. I was like, not really. He he tried to <laughs> Kill himself by setting himself on fire. So Pryor a, took... Yeah. Oh. Took... Pryor was the not
0: the first guy because there was Lenny Bruce before him. Yeah. Lenny Bruce was like the first stand-up to like use curse words. Yeah. He was the first kind of like underground, like, you know, brick wall behind you. Like, you know, I was fucking this broad the other night kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of comic. <laughs> you know like, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Pryor was the guy who took that mainstream. So it's yeah. it's it's similar though to Elvis and the Beatles because really Elvis just took black music and yes. gave it and was able to if you perform it for to white Elvis, people if
1: you listen to Elvis and you just close your eyes yeah early Elvis yeah and you didn't if I didn't tell you who Elvis was yeah you might think he's a black person
0: yeah yeah and then the Beatles admit they admit to this in like in, in, in interviews we just took American rock and roll put it through our British filter and gave it back to white, to white American kids. And they, they ate it up like it was something new. Yeah. But it was really just what Elvis and everyone else was doing, but from a different perspective. And
1: you had four foreigners. Exactly. That, that was the, their timing was good. It's super good. Okay. The Beatles, who knows if they're successful. They came in 1985. Exactly. Kn- maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Like, maybe not. But 1960.
0: 1964, when or they landed in or well, yeah. well, four they landed in New York. New York, yeah. To be but, on the Ed Sullivan the people show. People knew that
1: they were coming. Yes. yes. Yeah. You know, it was it, they were a big deal. Yeah. You know, so it it helps when like Elvis went from radio to TV, mm-hmm. and the Beatles went from like TV act to yeah. well, they they went from a club act. Yeah, club ad. They
0: played clubs in Hamburg, Germany. Yeah, they played in the Cavern Club up in Liverpool. Yeah, then they, that's what
1: Ringo was saying. Ringo was like, "We were just, we were, uh, we were already." He was on Ellen.
0: This is the thing you, you,
1: you have to understand. Something about, you have to understand something about the the
0: Beatles. Okay, the Beatles didn't just meet one day and record an album. Okay? No, you know the whole ten thousand hour thing. The whole book about ten thousand hours. You master
1: it after ten thousand hours.
0: The the two biggest um, examples in that book. Are Bill Gates and the Beatles? Yeah. Okay. The Beatles didn't just walk into a studio and make an album. No. Okay. They recorded their first album in one day. Do you know why? They practiced for because it was their act. Yeah. It was what they did live every night at the Cavern Club. So So they
1: didn't have to rehearse. Yeah. It was just
0: all right. Take one.
1: She loves you. Yeah. Or or whatever it was. Ringo says to Alan, "Was like, what was it like being a Beatle?" Yeah. What, what, and, and, and Ringo's like, well, that's a loaded question. There like, were a lot well, of you women. you know, it was a lot of peace he and love. He said there were a lot of women. Is that what? <laughs> and, <laughs> that's you know, such a Ringo I was thing like, to oh,
2: say. oh, wow, Ringo, calm well, down.
0: you know, there were a lot of panties and things. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, the designer vaginas, <laughs> peace and love, peace <laughs> and love.
1: He said, he goes, uh, we were already a big deal in local. Yeah, yeah. He goes, we were a big deal Yeah. there. But we there were a lot of, he goes, a lot of people don't understand that, there were a lot of stepping stones to get to the level of yeah. getting on the Ed Sullivan
0: show. E, okay, the, okay, it's a little okay. We we just talked earlier about how like everyone's famous now. Yeah, but still though, to stay famous, to be a Lady Gaga or a Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, someone who isn't Vine famous. Yeah, it does not happen overnight. No. Okay, Th- that is true. Okay, this not. Like, it sounds like like a like a cliche. He said
1: Amer- American conquering America was. The, the the only step to do. Yeah. Because once you have America, you have the world. Yes. So yeah. he said that was once we had that, then it was we were we were big shots. Yes. He said we were big shots literally overnight. Yes. And they but, didn't really know how to handle it.
0: But, you know, they were big shots overnight globally. But, you know, in 1963, they were already making it big in, in Europe. Yeah, yeah. He and in said, England. Yeah. So
1: we were doing the clubs. And,
0: yep. and in England, we were. And they had
1: hits. Yeah. Yeah
0: actually the American release of the albums in the beginning is a little backwards and weird because they were already releasing albums in Europe in England. Yeah, so yeah. when they came to America and were famous here, they
1: kind of released the albums wrong. How does this small Island? Korea, yeah. Yeah. No England. Yeah. Where people have bad teeth and terrible yeah. food ha- produce yes. this amazing music. Well, Ro- the- Ro- it's, there's something that we're missing yeah rolling it, it's like it's like it's like a priscilla presley
0: yeah there's something why did elvis pick this person why does this little island of people produce called the united kingdom yeah produce oasis okay you too okay yeah. fleetwood All right. Mac. fleetwood mac okay most of fleetwood mac most of it yes yeah. okay we're talking queen. the beatles queen rolling stones elton john I mean, this is just a sampling. It goes on and on. Just a sampling. I don't understand.
1: It's bizarre to me.
0: I don't know. Maybe it comes from the whole British Empire thing.
1: They're not producing like Big acts that fizzle. They're producing like David Bowie. Yeah, David Bowie. Yeah. They're producing. Yeah. Even though I
0: don't like Amy Winehouse, I don't understand what people like about her. No, I don't either. They literally celebrate. like This is what the media does. They they, they they shit all over soldiers who, who die, you know like so and then, and, celebrate and, then when they die. and then all of a sudden they're celebrating the life of Amy Winehouse, who was a drug addict and an alcoholic who died probably in her own piss, shit, and vomit. Right. So that's who we're... With a needle like like in her arm. Yeah. So that's who we should celebrate, Rolling Stone magazine, yeah. but not people who die for our country. Right. That's my little rant for the no, evening. I am, I'm 100%. But people seem to think she was very mm-hmm. talented, and maybe she was. I didn't think she She was, had one good song. I didn't think she was special. She had a very weird voice. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's what people liked about her in a f- weird beehive haircut who that, knows? you know, with the, with the cat, with the... I don't know what those... She was kind of a retro... Called. It was retro. Very like, you know... It was a retro thing. Go to rehab and I say no... no. What do you, who do you think you are? Cher? But anyway. Oh, my God. Cher's another one. She's huge. Cher? I, I don't think Cher's ever going to die. Cher's 80 or something. Yeah, you know she's had a hit like in every decade. Yeah, since, since 1920. Since, since she started. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my favorite... Since World War One. <laughs> my favorite Cher song because it's just so wonderfully racist It's called half breed. Oh, my, I don't know it. There's a song that she sings <laughs> called know. Half Breed. I hope my siblings listen to this <laughs> she podcast. She has such a
1: deep voice.
0: It is. It's lower than mine.
1: It's lower than yeah. most men. Yeah,
0: it's weird. And that's kind of like her thing. It is. <laughs> half Breed. It's she the whole video, the music video, she's on a horse in like Native American garb. It's a song about being like a half breed. I don't know. It, George Michael. George Michael. UK, like, yeah, he's British. Wham.
1: Wham, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like. It's endless. It's en- like they have such. Yeah. There's they, something in the water there. They man.
0: were the music innovators when it when it came to rock and roll, uh, which is weird because rock and roll was invented here. Okay, Rock and roll is an American art form. I don't get it. Because it came from jazz, blues, rock and roll. But somehow the British got a hold of it. And it's like we invented it, but they uh, uh, perfected it. This is nothing against American
1: bands. No, but it's not the same. It's
0: not the same. It's not
1: the same. No. Um, Led Zeppelin, like it's unreal. The Who, the Who, the Who. I mean, I mean the freaking Who, the Beatles, the Who, and, 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 and Queen, Queen, and Zeppelin, and yeah. these are like the biggest bands
0: ever. Yeah, they're 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 icons. They are cemented in in world history. Like Led Zeppelin. Like, uh, to me, Led Zeppelin's, like, not even real. I don't know. Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd. Fucking Pink
1: Floyd. Uh, My one buddy. Shine on me crazy diamonds. My my buddy's dad has seen Pink Floyd. Like, he saw them a bunch of times. He was like, we didn't realize when we were kids, going to a Pink Floyd concert was, like, a thing. Yeah. We were just going to a concert. Just like, you would go to... You know, Maroon Five. Maroon Five concert. You yeah, know, you get Maroon Five. What a joke they are. <laughs> Maroon Five. <laughs> In 30 years, you're going to be like, uh, were you, did you like any Maroon 5 songs? I'd be like all embarrassed. Like, like our kids are going to be like, you like Maroon 5? Who was Maroon 5? <laughs> what Peckers? Little pecker heads. You know what I mean? So, from what I understand. <laughs> but he was like, Pink yeah. Floyd concerts were unbelievable. But nobody knew where they were. Yeah. Because they were so, they were all on acid. Well, here's the deal.
0: Unlike the Beatles, who... Were we talked about this the other day? The Beatles were like a combination of a boy band, like yeah. an experimental rock band. Like they, they were everything. Because everyone knew John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and their faces were everywhere. And they had yeah. you know like lunch pails and backpack, the whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah. L- dolls. Well, <laughs> apparently, no one knew what Pink Floyd looked like. I mean, l- l- look at their album covers. Every yeah, it's every all art every Beatles album covers or all their album covers have their faces on it. Okay, all of them. You see John Paul, George, and and Ringo, except for the white album, of course. Oh yeah. But they're all there, right? Pink Floyd, look at their album um covers. It's the, it's abstract.
1: It, that's what it is. Yeah. So apparently is very apparently outside.
0: no one really knew what they looked like. And apparently during a concert, <laughs> they sent out a cover band and no. no one knew it wasn't them. Are you serious? Yeah. No one knew. Cause no one knew. Think about it. You're at a concert, it's Pink uh. Floyd. And you're high. It's all kind of weird lights and shit. They're playing 20-minute songs.
1: Yeah, I know. And you
0: don't know who they are. Those
1: songs take forever. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, one one of their albums only has five songs on it. We, wish You Were Here. And it was like an hour and a half. Okay, yeah, only five songs. But the like the last song is like 20 minutes long. So it's like what? That's like a whole Beatles album. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the, the Beatles never really wrote a song over over two minutes. I mean, they did later in their career, but like their early pop songs. That's why they were so good. They could write a 2-minute pop song like they could do more in 2 minutes than bands have done in their entire careers. It's crazy. And you know, I read an article like the you know, 20 most underrated Be- like Beatles songs. Like like the 20 greatest Beatles songs that that you don't know. And each basically each each article says if this song was written by anyone else and performed by anyone else it would have made them a number one star. I'm in the world, but for the Beatles, it, it was, was a, it was a B side. It was like it has been. Yeah, like th- the night before. The night before is one of my most favorite Beatles songs, but it's it's a it's a amazing pop song, but it's highly overlooked because it is among all the other great Beatles songs. But if the night before was performed by any other band, yeah, number one hit immediately skyrocketed to to fame. But for the Beatles, it was just, well, you know, I wrote that, and I was in the bathroom taking wait, a poopity whoopy, and I wrote "Night Before."
1: <laughs> talk about talk. <laughs> so funny. Talk about um, how um, John and Paul wrote um, the Stones' their hit.
0: Yeah. So this is fun. In everybody. the Howard Stern interview, Howard asked them about the Rolling Stones.
1: And we didn't even get to like Rod Stewart. No, Rod. Brian yeah, Adams. Exactly. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Like Tom Jones. Yeah. Oh, Tom Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like look, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. The police. Yeah. The police. Like it goes on and on here. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. it's so, Robbie Williams. <laughs> the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. I mean, you can say what you want about the Spice Girls. They sold a shit ton of albums. They did. They made a lot of Rod money. Rod's fucking Stewart. They're huge. Rod yeah. Stewart. Rod Stewart. You yeah. think I'm yeah. sexy. Yeah. There was a song on the other day, and Ringo was a Ringo. Do You Think I'm Sexy song. And he goes,
0: do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> and you were
1: like, fuck no, Ringo. <laughs> Ringo
0: Star. Ringo. Anyway, Howard asks Paul about the Rolling Stones. And he goes, well, you know, we really kind of wish they'd stop, you know, mimicking us and everything, you know. And, you know, they were kind of a big band in England, but they never had a hit. So, John and I wrote them a song and it was their first hit.
1: Yeah. It was like, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, here you go. Yeah. Like, they literally threw him a bone. Yeah. It was like, like, listen. Can you just leave us alone and get your own music? (laughs) Here's a song to start you off. Yeah. Go away. Go away. That's how they treated them. Yes. That's exactly it. The
0: Rolling Stones, like, often considered if the Beatles are number one, the Rolling Stones are a perennial number two. Yes. Okay. And sometimes the them and the Beach Boys, depending on on who you talk to, flip with the two or three. I'm a, I'm a Beach Boys guy. I yeah. think the
1: Beach Boys are. Yeah. I
0: I they're unreal. I go into periods of loving the Beach Boys and thinking they're highly overrated. I there's but but again I have to tell you something though.
1: Everybody likes their there's at one point you liked one of their songs. Yes. Every single person.
0: Yeah. But the the well, my issue is growing up. I was I I listened to the the Beatles, yeah. that was just it. Yeah, the Beach Boys were in my orbit, but not really. I didn't like. I can't the except first for a pet sound ever
1: seen. Yeah, was the Beach Boys really? Yes, was Brian Williams there? Probably I, not. I don't know. It was. I was very young. I was probably I had to be ten. Yeah, maybe maybe earlier. Yeah. And I remember seeing the Beach Boys. It was like a big deal.
0: You you want to know something? Brian Williams was so obsessed. Wilson. W- w- what did I say? Williams.
1: Williams, that pecker who
0: thought he got yeah, shot he was, down. Yeah,
1: he was like, I was in Vietnam. Yeah, screw you. You we were like, no, you weren't. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just checked your Wikipedia page. Yeah. yeah. And no, you weren't. I no, mean, you weren't. Anyway, I'm sorry. Brian Wilson yeah. was so obsessed with like, being the greatest. I mean, he used to put Beatles albums on the wall on in the studio wall. and say, I, I have to beat them. This is my goal. Okay. He stopped touring. He would spend all day in the studio trying to create like amazing music. And they, and they had to hire another guy who is now considered one of the Beach Boys. This was back in the 60s. Yeah, so yeah. he's been, I forget all their names, but well, anyway, we're dead. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But um, they had to hire a guy to take his spot on tour. Because he was obsessed with, but again, the, the, he also took um, a note from the Beatles because they stopped touring. The Beatles had to stop touring as well. Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense in the tour um, anymore. The, there was too much screaming, too many people. I mean, they had to leave concerts in like those big trucks that carry money around like the, the armored trucks
3: that yeah. carry
1: money like to and from banks and shit like if you were talking about like if anybody else had this song they'd be number one yeah like sloop Drawn b was like a b-side
3: yeah yeah
1: like that's how good they were yeah people love that song
0: yeah. yeah well
1: that album i
0: mean god only knows that's the best okay, song listen okay i'm gonna say something okay i'm the biggest beatles fan in the world and you were gonna hear me say every day that the beatles are the greatest band ever that's the best However. song ever I think the best song ever written yeah might be God Only Knows. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you if you ask me what is the best pop rock love song that's ever been written, you know, you could you could you could throw out some Beatles tunes, there's a lot of great ones, but you play God Only Knows. Yeah. It is just it's unreal. It's the best. The lyrics just, it's a phenomenal song. It's just a phenomenal song. It just really is. Yeah. It was written in like 45 minutes or something like that. Or, or the lyrics at least. You know, a lot of like great things happen quick. Brian Wilson talked about it. It came from his chest. That's what he talked about. How yeah. music... To, you know, he's he's nuts. Oh, yeah. He's okay. insane. He's literally mentally yes. insane. Yes. Okay. He's, he's not right like in the head. No. And I don't know if he was born that way or if he was driven to that. By fame and pressure to be as best as as good as the Beatles, or or if you or, or 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 whatever. I mean, if the guy really pasted Beatles albums to the walls of studios, but then you told me McCartney put Pet Sounds on the wall in Abbey Road, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he Pet Sounds was like he was yeah. like okay, well let's let and then I think it was was Revolver or was it Sergeant Pepper's? It doesn't matter. Revolver, I think it might have been. Revolver came after Pet, Pet Sounds, yeah. and it, it was like their answer to uh, Pet Sounds. I don't know. It's all. It's all in
1: the wash. I don't know. So Ron Burkle getting, Ron, uh, getting a little off to- topic. Yeah, a little here. hockey talk now. now well, not, not really. Not really. Ron Burkle gave an interview, and he said this will be his only long ranging interview. Okay. He gave an interview to the Post Gazette. Okay. And he just talked about the investment, yeah. His friendship with Mario, um. Why he likes Pittsburgh, things like that. Yeah, how he made his money, and he said, you know, for all of you out there who don't know how Ron Burkle and Mario became friends, it's like, they're basically friends of friends, country club friends, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, you know, Burkle toured Mar-a-Lago. He called Trump. Really, and it was like I'd like to tour Mar-a-Lago, and Trump's like, yeah, go ahead, even though. Trump's a Republican and he's a Democrat. Yeah. It's kind of Well, boring. when was this though? When the when he was building it. When? Oh, uh, years ago, you know, when Oh, yeah, but built. Trump
0: Trump has been everything. Well, Trump might have been a Democrat then. Could have been. It, could, it yeah. I
1: yeah. mean, literally anyway, Trump's been every um Burkle said basically. You know, I understood why Mario wanted to save the penguins. Okay. It made sense for him, and it made sense for me financially, and we decided to do this in about fifteen minutes. Yeah. So, well, let me get this right. The other day, you were saying how like Mark Cuban gave this lady one hundred and fifty grand. Yes. In like eight minutes. I was watching Sh- Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, probably like. I
0: mean, here's the deal, though. What we see on the show, I mean, if you listen, if you listen to like interviews with them. They actually say that each pitch could take up to two hours, but, but you only see yeah the negotiation the little snidbit yeah. from TV okay but it, but
1: regardless regardless it, it it's was still a big investment it, for two hours It was the way he did it the way he did it. He yes. literally was like I like you. my wife likes wine. you're pitching a wine product. here's 150 grand because I don't give a shit And he said if it doesn't work out, I can just give it as gifts. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's literally. If, like, it doesn't work out. Yeah. I'll give them as gifts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now that's a billionaire. Talk. And
0: and he gave her what she wanted. He didn't even negotiate. She wanted one hundred fifty thousand. Ten percent. Thirty five percent of her Some company shit. doesn't yeah. matter. He gave her exactly what she asked for. Where they literally sp- the whole time. Mark just sat there. The rest of Lori Grenier. Kevin, whatever they all Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful. They were all <laughs> arguing and arguing and arguing and he was only offering this much and Robert was doing this much and Laurie uh, Grenier was like this much. Robert's too nice. He is very nice. He's a nice guy. He's too nice. And, he's uh, a bit of a push, not a pushover. He just he's a, he has that smile on his face. Damon, he's weird. I don't like him. I I never see him invest in anything good.
1: Yeah, I always feel like he passes on everything. Yeah. Okay, First off, because he's the Fubu guy. He's the Fubu guy. Fubu's dead. Yeah. Who who wears Fubu? No, I mean I don't know. I had a well, Fubu I, sweater.
0: I, I mean I don't know. I'm not black, so I don't no, really know. Don't For know. us bias, I guess. I think I gave it to my dad
1: as a Christmas gift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your dad's rolling in Fubu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. driving a Rolls Royce in Fubu. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, all
1: yeah. my bitches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny your shit. So um, anyway, so anyway. He, Mario he, calls Ron Burkle and says, This is what I want to do. They're Mortons one night. Okay. They're blowing it out on a ribeye. Yeah. Okay. And and, and Mario's advisor is like, you need to buy the penguins. Yeah. He's like, Who do you think I should call? And they're like, hey, there's this guy Ron Burkle. I think you can get along with him for a while. Well. He's real chill. Yeah. He happens to be He He's billionaire.
0: He's he's what Robert what uh not Robert, what um Mark Cuban calls the BBC. Yeah. The Billionaire Boys Club. Yeah, yeah.
1: The Billionaire Boys Club, everybody. Yes. So Mario gets on the horn, calls his boy in the Billionaire Boys Club. Yes. Ron Burkle. Ron Burkle. 15-minute conversation. He's like, yeah, $150 million, no big deal. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So these great things happen sometimes by luck, the timing. Yeah. It just works. It just happens. It just happens. and. It just happens quickly. Like yeah. you very rarely hear about a, something super successful that took like L- a really long time to develop. Yeah.
0: L- let me tell you something. Everything awesome that I've done or has always just like worked out. You, you know what I mean? Think of this townhouse. Yeah. Okay. I was like, hey, I had no, no, I none. I, I was gonna move in with my mom, and I was gonna live at home. And I was like, no, no. And we were doing a podcast. Yeah. And you said, you know, there's a townhouse across the street for rent, right? I said, oh, I didn't know that. Did I do extensive searching? No. Did no. I look in Mars, Cranberry, Wexford? No. I came in here. I said, wrap it up. <laughs> Guess what I did? I'm in New York. I went one, on one Saturday. I went to go look at apartments. I, the last one I saw was my apartment for four years. I said, wrap it up. People like to. This is what I tell a lot of singers, because they, because I've had minor success. Okay, yeah. I am no famous opera singer by any means, right? But to certain people that I know, students, people just starting out, I'm like, you know, there's like Pavarotti and then Pappy. They, they think I've like I have a manager. <laughs> I've performed in opera. houses... Pavarotti, then
1: Pappy. Okay. All right, th- that's the title of this podcast. <laughs> that, of course. Okay. Uh, well, now, it's, okay. Been said, <laughs> it's been said... It's been said. Pavarotti, then Pappy. Then Pappy. Right. So anyway, so they
0: think... The Beatles, the Beach Boys, always, Pavarotti, <laughs> Pavarotti, and Pappy. Pappy. So they, they think I've done... Oh, yeah. I've done something like magical. Like I have some kind of secret or I've worked harder than them. At the end of the day, no... I just don't force anything. Yeah. I let things happen. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I let things roll out. Okay, now do I work hard? Yes. Do I learn my music and sing my songs? Yes. Sure. Do I do my research and make sure I get the right microphones for the podcast and the right mixer? And you know what I mean? Do I, you know what? Yes. But am I slaving over it? Am I like doing something extraordinary? Not really. I'm just kind of. You know, I, I was telling a customer today that I kind of fell ass backwards into opera singing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't really like dream about it. I didn't fight for it. It happened to me, and I let it happen. I didn't force it. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of said, "Okay, this is going to happen now." Because at the end of the day, if you have the ability and talent, it'll find its way. It'll. It, Mario Lemieux. Now, this is of course an extraordinary case because he's the goat. Yeah but well, you've told me numerous times the guy just could play hockey. Yeah. Okay, of course he trained. Of course he had to learn. If we, you know, people talk about how Sidney Crosby's gotten better. Yeah, he's you know, still getting better. He's still getting better. Yeah. Cuz there there are still things to get better at, okay? But at the, but also he's still Sidney even if he didn't try. He's still the goat. Like the like you know there's just if you have it you have it. Yeah. Now It's very interesting. You can choose to not use it. Yes. Crosby could have chosen Yeah. He he didn't have to play hockey. Yeah. He could have done something else. He could have been a doctor, a lawyer. He he didn't have to. Lemieux didn't have to. No one was forcing him. No. But I'm fucking really good at it, so why not? Mar- That's
1: why I sang opera. Mario's agent was like, you can make a million dollars a year doing doing this. Yeah. And he was like, Really? Yeah. Oh well, maybe. And he's like, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah, I might as well do that. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. Let's let's just make Listen, it happen. Again,
0: I'm not I'm trying really to at- say I'm an amazing opera singer. No. It's just enough people told me this is a talent that you have, so I went for it. Yeah, because you don't want to regr- want to regret it. That's my big thing. Yeah, I don't like regret.
1: Some people are, have ability, man. I yeah, uh, I don't like regret. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah.
3: They're
1: just at least you you. That, that's why people don't understand. Like when Michael Jordan retired and went to play baseball, he didn't do it for you. Yeah, he did it because. It was inside of him. Yes, he had an itch and he, he had to scratch it.
0: Wasn't it about his father? Didn't, his, yeah. didn't his, his father had
1: like a dream of him playing baseball or something? So yeah, and his father was killed. So he was like, "I'm gonna go play baseball." Yeah. And listen, he wasn't bad at it. It just he he just wasn't as good at it as he was at basketball. Listen,
0: I'm sure. Well, first off, Sidney Crosby can hit home runs. Yeah. And he threw a strike when he threw out the pitch at a baseball game. He,
1: he was like no pressure. Like he literally went out there and he threw a better pitch than like Garrett Cole's ever thrown. Yes. Like if if if
0: Crosby really wanted to, I bet he could play baseball and be in like in the majors.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure.
0: I bet if Lemieux, because what, Lemieux was like 6'4? 6'4, 220. Okay, that's still kind of short for the NBA. But I bet if someone taught him how to bounce a basketball, yeah. he 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 probably could have been on at least the clippers. <laughs> <the Clippers.
1: laughs> right, you know what I mean, though. Mario was so good. At, at, he had the, you know, there are certain hockey is a sport where you have like a lot of, um, there's a lot of different dynamics. Uh-huh. It's not like okay, you run up and down this court and you dribble a round ball. Yeah. In hockey, there's a stick. Yeah. There's a, a disc, a frozen disc, a frozen that way, <laughs> that's coming a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Um, you're in a confined space with glass around it. Yeah. Okay. And you have blades on your feet. You have blades on your feet. It's on ice. Yeah. Sometimes and, I forget. Yeah. Because they're so good at skating.
0: Yes. And they make it look so easy. Yeah. That, that like when one of them slips and falls. You're like, what's the deal? I'm like, why'd you do that? I'm like, oh, th-
1: you know, they're on ice. They are on ice. Yeah. Okay. When we are getting from here to our driveway on ice. Yeah. look like baby deer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, (laughs) they're really good. Okay, so they're they're pretty. Yeah, like yeah. That that kind of hit me hard. Yeah. So we're we forget this. Oh, and by the way, while you're trying to score on a goalie that is six foot four, yeah, two ten, yeah. Okay, um, somebody's trying to. Knock your head off. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so it's a little bit of football. It's a, you know, it's a little bit of figure skating. It's yeah. All kinds of it, elements, okay? He has it all going there. Mario could skate when he walked. Yeah. All the kids had, like, a folding chair that they would push around on, like, the frozen pond. Yeah. Okay, not Mario. Mario was like, I don't need a chair. He yeah. just went and, and skated. He's
0: like, let's just make it happen. Let's just do it. Yeah. Okay,
1: he, he, he had all the raw ability really young. He was he was blessed. Yeah. I mean there's very very few talents in the world. He he's like a Mozart or Beethoven. No, totally. That's what... there's very very few generational like talents. Yeah. You know, it's like, like the other day we are talking about Yanni. Yeah. Yanni like writes his own kind of music. No, uh, you, he, you he know reads his own a lot
0: music. of people make fun of Yanni. And yes, he
1: did he does write this kind of new age. They shouldn't make fun of him though because he makes a lot more money than they do. Exactly. <laughs> But but people what
0: people need to understand something is that Yanni he's he's a, he's a prodigy yeah. like he in, he didn't know how to read or write traditional Western music like yeah. how I read and write it uh, so he just invented his own way yeah and then wrote all this music. It's unreal. I don't. I've never. Have you done that? I've never done that. No, I wouldn't know where to begin. Do you have uh, Do you have albums that you could buy at Barnes & Noble? I I don't. I I don't. So are we going to make fun of
1: Yanni? I'm not. You know what? He's doing a lot better than I am. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Yanni, I think he's doing pretty pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yanni.
0: Yeah. I love. He's like a big deal. I love Yanni. I've got to be honest. I've seen him live in concert. The Greek freak. I saw him at the Civic Arena. You or, saw or him. the Melon Arena? I saw him live. I saw him live. Yeah. And how was that? It was phenomenal. It, I mean, it was. His it, songs are
1: long too. He
0: still had the mustache. Oh then, yeah, yeah. You know.
1: I want to see how many. How many? Um, oh, oh, Giannis. <laughs> oh, he's like a interesting fella. Gianni. He's a composer, keyboardist, pianist, music producer. Man, he he just blows it out. He does it all. I want to know how many albums he sold. Probably a lot. He's he's like, he's like international. <laughs> And he always does these big like events at like these like, like the Acropolis. That's yeah. the best concert. And then the Forbidden City Oh, yeah. China.
0: Yeah. Cuz why not?
1: Why not like blow it out? Oh man, he he's like 40 platinum and gold albums globally. 40. 40 platinum and gold albums. 40 albums? He's yeah. written 40 albums? Apparently. That's, That's a, a lot
0: l- of albums.
1: He, I guess. I think the Beatles had like he started 13. 1984. Well, and he's still going. You know Neil Diamond has 48 albums out. What? He's recorded 48, I think 49 now. You know one of my 49.
0: F- one of my favorite Christmas albums is his and and he's Jewish. And he has this great Christmas album. Listen. Gum they told me. Cherry, I oh 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 I Cherry, have an Cherry
1: announcement. I have
0: an announcement. Oh boy. I have named my vehicle. Okay. I've named my car. The other day I I okay so the other day I came home Okay. okay. No, no, no. This is like the other day I was out somewhere. I think I was getting lunch or something during work. I walk out of the restaurant. I look at my car and I go cherry.
1: I see. I told you that's the one. That's
0: the one I've named my, my car cherry. It, it's it's kind of like when you call a fat guy slim or like tiny. Yeah. Like my car is white. The, the color of my car is ultra white. Yes. But naming it cherry It's kind of like that, you know, it's, it's, it's white on black. It's not even like the inside has, has red trim, but cherry is the name of my car. And that's, it's, it's inside Jason and I know why it's named cherry. You guys aren't going to find out. It's my own personal thing, but it's called cherry or she is cherry. It's unreal. It's unreal. It just, it just hit me at that moment. Yeah. I smiled and went cherry. And then the name was born. See, you have to feel it. You just can't say a Deborah. You just can't name a car. He sold 30 million albums. That's a lot. It's a lot more than I did. Yeah, 30 million. That's a lot of albums. Sold. A lot of people listening to Yanni. A lot, wow. of ha- lot of housewives in middle America. Oh, Yanni.
1: It's like Michael Bublé. Or- I think I have the Yanni at the Acropolis like DVD. It's the best. It's the best.
0: Like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable music. People yeah. don't understand. They don't understand. They don't understand greatness. No. no. You know why? Because they like Justin Bieber.
1: Right. People are like, what's that new Bieber song?
0: They like Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez? <sighs> Joke. Wait, Maroon what, 5. What are, Maroon 5. What are we talking about here? Are we going to talk about real music and talent or are we going to talk about Maroon 5? Let's talk about real music and talent. Maroon 5.
1: That's embarrassing. Listen,
0: if you put Yanni on stage in, Mar- in Maroon 5, Maroon 5 would be embarrassed by Yanni's ability.
1: Remember um somebody was like um when okay do you remember when Kanye made fun of Beck for win- for winning like 2 years ago in the Grammys yeah. winning like album of the year, or artist of the year or something. Yeah. And Kanye was like he's he's not like a real musician and and then he was like yeah, I play like 12 instruments. Yeah. He's like do you play an instrument and Kanye was like no. Yeah. Like Beck's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, no, Beck's super talented. Like, super talented person. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's, don't roll, like, it's like, sad that Kanye but even the thing about Kanye West is he's famous, but he's highly made fun of for being a douchebag. Yeah. like I don't, I don't think he's respected. At least no. I don't respect him, nor have I
1: ever really listened to his music. Do you know who's in the top 25 of album sales of all time? Who? Rod Stewart. Oh, I'm 70, not surprised. 76 million.
0: I'm not surprised. He's Rod Stewart. I mean, he was
1: really famous. Britney Spears, 80 million. Uh, Britney Spears? Yeah. 80 million. That's a, that's That doesn't make any sense. Phil Collins, twenty three. Metallica, ninety million. Oh, Metallica! They're yeah. the first band of their kind. Aerosmith,
0: almost hundred million. Yeah, see, there are. There's a band of in every genre of music, unreal, that either started it or represents it. Okay, pop
1: punk, right? Barbara Streisand, ninety seven million. That's not a surprise.
0: You know, Blink One Eighty Two is the pop punk band.
1: Yeah. Okay, I've seen them for man. heavy
0: metal. Metallica, that's just it. It's Metallica. Then you have Megadeth and other people too. But Metallica it defines their their category of music. You too is ahead of the Stones. I'm not surprised because here here here's the issue. There's also an issue with how music is consumed. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You know how easy it is to buy and consume music now compared to when our parents were young and actually had to go buy a record and play it on a record player. You know? I mean, I can go right now on Spotify and listen to listen to an album. Think like yeah. U2 became famous in an era of CDs and then digital music, YouTube, you know, Spotify. There's there's so much there's so there's so many more ways to consume music now. Plus, I got to tell you something. I don't know about U2, but The Stones, they they've toured now forever, but they don't make new new music.
1: They just play their their albums. A C D C 110 million certified sales. Dude, people love ACDC. Two hundred million worldwide. Whitney Houston, 112 million. I've never listened to A C D C. Oh, uh, it's my favorite band. I've never sat down, and, like listened to it's, them. It's so great. Yeah, I've never done it. If you ever want to get pumped up for something. Yeah. If you ever like, I'm feeling crazy today and I want to jump out my top story window and like do a somersault and land on my yeah. eight, Listen to some ACDC. You you feel like you do anything.
0: I just think it's funny how they found that the same singer twice. Brian, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like they literally thought our singer died. Right. Bond. And they're they're never gonna find this this voice again. And this guy was like, "I'm it's
1: it's all good, dude." Yeah. You know, Journey
0: had the same thing. Oh, I love Journey.
1: Oh, I love Journey. I love Journey. Eagles, 130 million plus. People love the Eagles. They they can't get enough of the Eagles. Garth is at hundred and fifty million.
0: Dude, Garth Brooks, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm Garth Brooks. He he was so famous, he created an alter, an alter
1: ego. Elton John number five, one sixty
0: two. Yeah, people love Elton Madonna, John.
1: Madonna one sixty six. Madonna, she. But again, she. Michael one seventy five. Yep. Elvis two ten. Beatles two sixty five. The Beatles two hundred sixty five million albums sold. Hey, the, that means that everybody in the United States bought their album.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's unbelievable.
1: That's really yeah. I, I guess you're right. Like in the civilized world, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people because there's a lot of like non-civilized world.
0: Well, how many people in China when it when it was closed because they weren't it wasn't open. This yet. is the thing. When the Beatles were selling records, you couldn't get them in China. You couldn't get them in Russia. Think about that.
1: India and China have a third of the world's population.
0: Yeah. How many Beatles albums do you think sold in India in 1964? Like four. <laughs> so think about just the Western world, North America, and Europe: 265 million. Yeah, that's a lot. It... That's a lot. That like that's that's called blowing it out. That's wild. That that's goat status. Yeah,
1: they have a hundred million more than Michael Jackson. Yeah.
0: It doesn't make any sense, but it's it's just because they're the Beatles. Yeah. Everyone knows who they are.
1: Nobody's gonna like. If, if it'd be hard do, to You know to who you
0: don't see on there? Bob fucking Dylan. I don't get Bob Dylan. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is my official review. I have been a connoisseur of music my entire life. I've listened to every famous band. I've performed on major operatic stages. I've studied music my entire life. One thing I don't understand is Bob Dylan. He- I just, I, I just don't get it. Maybe it's because I'm not lyric, listen, based. Okay,
1: Bob Dylan, he's a strange bird, man. I just don't. People I don't like get, oh, love that guy. Many times, mystery,
0: I was like, Ooh, it let's let's turn that off. Doesn't sound good at all. How about someone else sing it? I think I, I think I would like Bob Dylan if someone else did it. Maybe. you know what? I'm serious. I I, I think it's him. Like I yeah, don't like him. It's the delivery. I mean, I'm sure his music is amazing. <laughs> Wait, it must be because he's yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. But I think like I need to hear an album of all covers of like really good covers of his music. Maybe then I can appreciate it. But he can't sing to save his life, and that's distracting to me as a trained singer.
1: Yeah, I- I've never gotten. Into he doesn't hit
0: better. the notes. Like he's not in tune. I like Roy Orbison. Oh, he's the king. Because you know why? Because he can fucking sing. He can sing. Roy-, Roy-, Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison had like one of the best. Rock and roll voices of that genre. Yeah,
1: like Elvis loved Roy Orbison. That yeah, was his boy. Yeah, they well they, they they toured. They came. They were
0: all in the same studio. Yeah, like they all they all existed. Signed records. Yeah, they all existed in the same, and they all, they toured together. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Elvis and Roy Orbison. Johnny Cash was in in that group. Johnny
1: Cash. I like Johnny Cash. I, I love Johnny Cash. I was a big fan of Johnny Cash. I'm Johnny Cash. I love Johnny Cash. I loved how he just introduced himself. Yeah, even though like everybody knew who he was. Yeah,
0: and he did it like all the time. Well, you know, I mean, if if walk the line is any indication of the truth, he was. That's a great movie. It's a good. Yeah, he was like a nervous. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if he ever felt really comfortable, or maybe it was an act. Maybe it was like an act. I mean, the movie portrays it as um, he kind of like was just being himself.
1: And he was rough. Yeah, like he, he had a rough life. He
0: didn't really understand his talent. He just kind of like did it. Well, you know, and like to him, he doesn't know these people, so he has to introduce himself. He
1: loved June, though. That's for sure. Oh, fun.
0: Yeah, I wish I had a love like, like, like yeah, Johnny and he June loved her. I, I, I'm trying to find that. Yeah. Well, I, you know. have I was cherry. thinking you have Cherry. I have Cherry. That's oh, you know what? <laughs> You're right. When I'm with Cherry, I, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, you know, I don't know either. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I sold my first car the other day, and so I've been getting a lot more confident at, at work. I'm still a little shaky on some things. It's only my third week. There's there's a lot of details I don't know. A lot of things that I need See, to you know. Thought
1: you just go and sell a car.
0: And that's not true. It's there's a lot of stuff. It's you have to understand like. I have a lot of info in my head for one kind of career. Like what I do. Now I'm switching careers and I need to make space. I need to relearn. I mean, think about it. I have a bachelor's degree and master's degree in singing. Yeah, you need to relearn things. I have degrees. Like I don't have I didn't spend six years in higher education learning how to sell cars. Like there's a lot to learn. And I was telling Adam today, who was helping me with a deal. I was like, I need to go to like school. Like there needs there needs to be classroom work. Like I, I don't know, you know, I didn't know that's, that these these products that we sell have a shelf life and they cost this much and this, I, were, listen, I it's boring details, but I was like, holy crap, if he wasn't in the room and they asked me a question, I would have shit the bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, to. it's a yeah. lot, yeah.
0: There's just a lot of details, a lot of detail work, but I got to tell you, Adam, he he knows it, man. I don't know if he goes home and studies it. Or listens to like tapes where they just, but, boom, he knows it. He knows how to talk to to a, to a customers. He really. I got to tell you, man, you have a good staff. Everyone that I've dealt with, Stephanie, phenomenal. Brian. Brian, product knowledge unbelievable. Chris. Adam. Chris is the king. I love shadowing Chris. Yeah. He's the king. Bob. Bob hasn't let me in. Burl hasn't let me in. they're too busy. They're they're they have their own thing going on. Yeah. You can't, I feel like um, you can't get into B- Burl's world. He He's, there's. <laughs> you don't there, want to get in. No.
2: <laughs> Have you seen
0: his desk? Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite thing in the world. You were like, Pappy, I couldn't find this key the other day to a car. Listen, the other
1: day, <laughs> we, we needed a key. There was a car being delivered at 11 a.m. Yeah. It's 9.30. We come out of the meeting. Okay. I'm. <laughs> And Brian's delivering the car. Yeah. He's like, Jay, this is a new car. It wasn't a dealer trade. I don't know where the second key is. I said, Well, we need to find this key. Yeah. It's not like the car's been here for two hundred days. This is a newer stock number. So I'm I'm like, Well, let me just start at the usual places. I looked in the deal jacket, I looked at on his desk. I looked in service. I looked in Terry's office. Yeah. So I'm looking all around. And I'm like, you know, it's a satin cashmere RX. Okay. I'm like, hmm, satin cashmere. The only people who are going to show that car are Chris and Burl. Yeah. You know, I'm just in my mind. Yeah. Burl. Burl. Do you have 536 or 606 or whatever it was? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was showing it the other day. I forgot to put the key back in the deal jacket. (laughs) He hands it to me. I look for 41 (laughs) minutes. For this key. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Burl. I lost my shit.
0: Burl has been at Lexus North Hill since the beginning. The day it opened. The day it opened. Okay. He is the number one salesperson pretty much every month. In the okay. world. In okay. the world. This guy is 70, or at least pushing 70. He's 70. He's, he's 70. Just, he just turned 70. He just turned 70. Okay. He's the king. Okay. He, he's he's untouchable. Like today, it was not busy whatsoever. There were hardly any ups ups meaning new new just walking clients burl had someone at his desk all day
2: mm-hmm.
0: who are these people where do they come from where where do these people come from
1: he he, he has does so many clients
0: but the point of i was talking about this his desk yeah should be on hoarders yes we need to call hoarders for just his cubicle
1: it's terrifying and i i'm feel afraid to put my hand like, underneath something? So yeah. I'm, like, a bit.
0: Yes. Like, but there must be some magic to that, that he just... Well, first off, ladies and gentlemen, he's been... How long has that store been open? Since the late 80s? No. 2002. Oh. Oh, no. I guess Rorick L- L- Lexus yeah. um, has been open since... 91 or 92
1: okay. or something. Okay. All right.
0: So, 2002. So, he's been getting clients 2002. It's only my third week, and I'm
1: wondering why I'm not selling cars it's only been three you weeks. shouldn't even
0: be selling it
1: but true. I'm letting you because you're just like so eager well you're eager beaver
0: I need to learn there's only one way to learn you well, got to do it
1: uh, well that's your opinion but that's fine I'll you let know, you go if you want to try to learn that way that's fine well I don't know what else to do I'm just sitting there well you, you you're you're almost ready did you get your license taken care of yeah yeah okay yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure. little just a little it's just technicality technicalities rules I don't
0: understand but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, listen, It is what it is. It's it's, it's crazy. done. It's I don't know, I don't know if it's in yet, but it's or whatever. I don't know. I'll, I don't know. People take care of these things. But what you know what today I thought was funny. They had a cake. Um, Bob brought in
1: not Bob. I ordered a cake from the Dairy Queen. I of course couldn't couldn't eat that because it was ice cream. Cake. I, ice
0: cream, but um, who's the office manager? Bob. Oh, it it, it is Bob. He brought a cake. Bob Yagi. Yeah, he he brought a cake and I had my first like uh, cake at the office experience, which How I was that? which I thought was really funny. Yeah. There's like, always there's always like this like was it good? Oh, it was great. This like kind of like cliche thing about like when someone brings cake to the
1: office Oh. and like are when you like Somebody a, brings food to yeah, work. Yeah. It, the word spreads like wildfire. Yeah,
0: and it's insane. People it's like we we haven't eaten in like months.
1: <laughs> people are like there's there's cake in the break there's room. There's cake in the are break like, room. Really? Oh. And people's <laughs> eyes get all big, and like everybody looks at each other, like, who's gonna make a break for it first? <laughs> like, it's who, really like weird. Who's gonna
0: break the ice? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. But like.
1: luckily, Les, one, the, uh, one of the Leslies,
0: uh, yeah. makes it really easy, and they just start handing it out. Well, I guess both of them, you know what I mean? It's the girls like, like to be in charge of that, yeah. yeah. They, they don't wait for anybody to just come up and get it, no, they, they just they, like, they take control. It's like
1: office space where, um, What's his name? Doesn't get a piece. Yeah,
0: but last time I, I didn't. I didn't get a piece that time, and I could. Yeah, Milton. Milton yeah. didn't get a piece. I'm, I'm gonna burn the, the place down. I'm gonna <laughs> burn. I'm gonna...
1: <laughs> Milton. Yeah. I just watched that the other you can't day. Can't be Milton. No. No. I, I want my steak. You, know, you, you know. know what? Um, you, you know, like on Saturdays we get this catered lunch and stuff, yes. right? Yes. Well, get. You know, people want to know like how Burl sells like 25 cars a month. Yeah. do you ever see Burl in, in the break room? No, no, no. Because while everybody's in there like stuffing their face, he's selling cars. Yeah, he's out there like it's Saturday. Where am I going to eat? Yeah, he he goes and sells cars. Yeah, you know, and like we got other guys on the team. They'll sit there for an hour and a half and like stuff their face full of like says so chicken. Yeah.
0: Well, you notice I only take like twenty minute lunches. I go, I eat, and then I go back to work. Yeah. I mean, I could sit in my car for another half hour. Yeah. Or go drive around. Yeah. But at this point, like it's like, it's different. Okay. If you're like Chris, okay, you have an appointment in the morning, let's say an appointment like in the afternoon, that might be your whole day. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay, I don't have that going on. Not yet, you will in about a month. uh, Okay, but so like for me, so he might want that hour. He might go, okay, because you you can't take an up, because if that up turns into a spot, which is you sell a car to an up that day, then your appointment gets shunned, you know what I mean? It can screw your day up. So, you know, you might want to take the full hour to relax, you know. Okay, okay, my morning appointments done full lot hour. Then I have my, but for me, I have nothing going on. So me sitting around for an hour is wasted time. Yeah. Like in a half hour, you know how many phone calls I can make in a half hour? A lot of phone calls. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny today. I said, um, "Hi, Mark. This is Michael from Lexus North Hills. Did I catch you at a good time? No, you didn't. You <laughs> just yeah. went, and I went." Uh, I almost laughed. It was the way he said it was. And I was like, um, no, I said, so, hi, this is Mike from North Hills. Is this Mark? Yeah, it is. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. He Dude. goes, I go, did I catch you at a good time? He goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> and I almost <laughs> lost
1: my Wait, shit. How about the, um yesterday when you were on the phone and I was like dying in the back? Listen. Because <laughs> you were so funny. You were doing it in like the, uh, the DJ voice, yeah. I thought. Well,
0: you know what? When I leave a message... You were like um, in character, or something. Yeah, I, I, I was like I,
1: dying. I get like, a, like Jenny was looking at me, and yeah. Stuff looked at Jenny, and then Stuff looked at me. Yeah, and I, I was like, "This is fucking hilarious." I kind of get like into like a like, like, This yeah, is this is Michael. I know <laughs> oh, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, this is beautiful." It's, it sounds smooth and good, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> And then you were telling me to shut up, and I couldn't stop laughing yeah, because I was trying to, because I, I was going to start laughing.
0: Because <laughs> these are voicemails; you can't like delete them. You can't like bring them back. No, they're
1: just out there in the world. Don't mess up on a voicemail. <laughs> One time, I thought I hung up on a voicemail, and I didn't, and it was not good. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, "Ugh, this is my last day. I better pack my box."
0: <laughs> um. So, uh, but other I spent, um, I, I just spent the day just making phone calls, writing emails. I went to lunch. I came back, um, a little bit of the same. And then I started watching some guy came in to, this was the perfect day for you to be there. This guy comes in looking at the LC Mm-hmm. He thinks there's too much money. Well, he just doesn't want to spend it. But mm-hmm. he's a huge watch guy. So him, Alex, and I just sat in Alex's office and talked watches for like a half hour. See, that's cool. Yeah. Because, you know, there really wasn't much going on. Every single quote unquote up. Was people in service? Yeah, meaning people walking around just. But you know, I, I talked to a few people.
2: Yeah, that's good. You know,
0: I, I talked to a guy. You know, his car is not going to be out at least till next year. This, you know. But then I started watching. This guy was telling me about the LC500 YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So I started watching those. They're good. And then I I realized you know I was showing in GX the other day, and I really knew nothing about it. So I watched a couple of YouTube videos on the GX. And then Josh and I went out. We went over the entire vehicle. Did that help you? And then took it out for a test drive. How do you feel? Yeah, it's it's honestly the ones that we have, they're very basic. There's not much going on with the GX. Now there that's are, why people like them. There are a couple pretty fully loaded ones that you can yeah. see online. Yeah, with like the gunmetal wheels. Yeah and, package, yeah, and the um the um the yeah um, we we've
1: had a couple yeah
0: of the like so right now in the GX you just have to pull a lever to put the seats down there are ones with um electric you know yeah, things you get a luxury pack. oh them, all yeah. kinds of stuff you know and yeah. uh so the next one will be the LX i want to do research on that drive one that's a
1: cool car mm-hmm. oh man that's a really cool car let me uh, here's a here's a little piece of advice if i were a new there if i were new the best thing to do would go on the board and see where the cubes are yeah, And see, like, kind of get an idea of how many of everything we have. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying go and write everything down. Or Yeah, yeah. Just get I, an idea. Sometimes I take a picture of the board. Yeah, sure. And I don't have to keep going back to the board. You Take a picture of it today or that week or yeah. Saturday morning. So you, a good time. you just have it. Yeah. You have a kind of idea. Like, I know we have three GSs. I yeah. know that we have nine GSs. Oh, that's a good idea. I know that we have... Um, seven you know i I know that we have 24 rx's oh we have tons okay so like then go on go outside and see where they are yeah because well i'm getting a better handle on that yeah be like well we only have one matador ready yes where is that car yeah i need to know where that car is yeah find that car you'll you'll get an idea of like where everything is Uh uh-huh and they don't move yeah a a whole lot but but i found out today
0: that um depending on how busy it is tomorrow i am gonna sit down with with because he seems to have a good he's off tomorrow or oh. no
1: he's not he was off Wednesday I'm yeah
0: sorry. so um be there tomorrow. or or whoever but he seemed to have a good handle on the real details of these products that that we sell yeah because i realized my i i know i know what what what's included i know what it's going to do for you but he was talking about some things time limits how so like okay so these people they want to do a 60 month 5 year mm-hmm Finance, so their signature finish package protection package would last those five years. Correct. He said you can buy an extra two years for a hundred bucks a year, but only up to seven. I was like, "What?" I mean, I, I just had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like th- these are things that I don't know if they're written anywhere. I don't. Like, no one talks about it. I have. I've never heard it said before. Well, we're,
1: we're you're just not there yet.
0: You know what I mean? We'll, we'll get you there. And it was like, oh my god, there's a whole other. Level of knowledge
1: that I I'm not even close to having it. Nothing happens until you sell a car. Yeah, well, you can't sell a product if you don't sell a car. So worry about the cars first. Yeah. Once you become good at the cars, then we'll worry about the product. Yeah. That's kind of that's my thinking. Yeah. I, I mean, you can know everything there is about a warranty and tire and wheel protection and all that kind of stuff. Well, n- but none that of that doesn't really sell a car. car. Well, it doesn't sell a car, but you're. We had a customer um two months ago. Yeah, In May. Was that May two months ago? Yeah, he was like, "I don't want tire and wheel." He had a GS, I believe. Yeah, bought a new GS. Okay, ES or GS? I don't need tire and wheel. Look at look at my trading; it's perfect. Yeah. Before he left, he curbed the wheel. Oh my god! In our parking lot. Oh my he lord! Didn't buy tire and wheel. Ah, uh, he came back in and bought it. Really? Yep. Now, did you apply it? Did you... We'll take care of it. But yeah. the problem is... Because it was... Listen, it's not... There are certain products that if you go to a... If you went to a Dodge dealership and you bought all their bullshit, probably never going to use it. Like tire and wheel production on a $2,000 wheel and tire Yeah, for 725 bucks is a good deal. Oh, yeah. Like that's I mean, something I, like EWU. I have EWU. Yeah, I have EWU and tire. I'm in wheel. You no, know, you have an F-Sport wheel. Like if yeah. You, if you mess up that wheel... Like I messed my wheel up going through the, I think the car wash like three weeks ago. Yeah. And Walt, the wheel guy, um, he, he fixed my wheel. Yeah. It was like, he did it complimentary for me, but sure. he was like, because we give him all, all kinds of business, but he was like, oh man, that that like I I I chewed my wheel up. Yeah. He's like, I'll fix it. And he fixed he fixed it for me. I, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, also, tire and wheel from Lexus covers all the stuff inside too, sensors and things. Sure. Yeah. It covers stuff that I don't even I don't even know what Adam was saying. Literally I don't I have no idea what he was saying. He was like, This is also gonna cover your digital it a sensor, did it bulbs, but it's basically it, it, that's what it sounded like to me. It was just Four. it was like it it was like peanut peanut it was it was, wah, 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 wah. It was the peanuts gang. I'm thinking okay. I I have just I have to quit. Hey, like, I, I can't Where's do this your job. new computer? It's in my it's in, it's in my car. Okay. I uh, yeah, I got a little new Dell for, for work. You'll you'll see it tomorrow. So I commandeered your office today. I saw. It was hilarious. I saw pictures. people, people were like cause going all, all crazy. It yes. was great. I love it in there. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> the best, it's the only way to work. <laughs> I can't wait to be in management. In
2: the, the fishbowl. Yeah.
1: It's it's just listen, it's, you don't want to be in there for some days.
2: <laughs> I literally
1: came back right, here. Let me tell a quick story, then we're gonna wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> I went to lunch the other day. Meaning I went to the bank. Yes. I was okay. like, I need to go to the bank. I had an issue with my debit card. Yes. I went to the bank and I had four paychecks that had a cash. Okay. I had a deposit. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, the other day I was going to go, but then I was like, well, we get paid in two days. I'll just wait. Yeah. I could hold off another two days and then I'll go all at once. So I went to the bank. I was gone for 28 minutes, 28 up the road, deposit, fix my issue. I came right back. I'm walking back in my office. There's three people in there waiting. Yeah. Like, did you even know I was not here? Yeah, they were like, "Huh?" Uh-huh. Mark, Jenny, and it might have been Bob or something. Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, did you not know I was not here?" Like, my bag was gone. Yeah, my car keys were gone. <laughs> I was literally <laughs> off premises, and you're in my office, like waiting for me to do a deal. Yeah did you Did you not realize?
0: Do, are people aware that there are three other people that could do deals? No,
1: because they don't want them to do them. Yeah, well, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, but. It's I I spit deals out pretty quick. Yeah, and accurate. Yeah, I mean so like there's just a I don't know there was a comfort level maybe I don't yes. know what it is. Well,
0: see my issue I I I, I lost a couple t- today was a sad day. I had a sad morning. I lost like all these deals this morning that I thought were gonna like go through. Like I thought, like well, they're not gone.
1: They're just not doing it yet. Yeah, but you know, like they
0: told me, like well, the one lady bought a BMW, so she's not coming in. Who, who? She was. She wanted the IS three hundred. Okay. But when her lease was up, she was then gonna buy it and give it to her son. Okay. So she brought him on like a Sunday. Oh, she brought him on Sunday, and he didn't like the IS. So they went to Ray Hall in the South Hills and bought a, a BMW. Okay then the used 2012 RX, she texted me at 7 this morning and said, I, I'm not buying it. Wow. But my problem with her, though, because you weren't there yesterday, and I was kind of – um, dub- I, I doubled up. I, I took an up, and then a B-back came in. Well, kind of. It was an up in the morning yeah, who LC came guy. back later, the LC guy. He showed up, and I'm dealing with this people. Um, it took a while to get the appraisal of their trade in. And instead of going to Sal first, I went straight to them with the appraisal and didn't get a proposal. But I don't have a comfort level with Sal. I well, I, I deal with you all the time because we're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of forget that when Sal's behind his desk, he could give me a proposal. Yeah. And so what I did was she hasn't contacted me. I had him do a proposal. I took a picture of it and texted it to her. Good, good. And just said, listen. Why did she
1: say she wasn't buying
0: it? Um, she just said she wasn't interested. Wow. And okay. I, I I couldn't believe it. Wow. This woman came in. She was in love with that. She said, my daughter just got a a, a, a 2010. Hybrid. Um, RX 450 hybrid. She bought it a couple days ago. I drove it and I offered to buy it off of her. She goes, that's how badly I want this vehicle. Do you have any? I said, yeah, let's go. 2015. Or no, no, 12. 2012. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll. She they were so I we did everything. We did the appraisal. She loved the amount we were gonna give her for her car. I just didn't do it. I know listen, it probably wasn't me, but I feel like in my mind, maybe I just presented it wrong because I was a little frazzled. There was no one there to really help me. I, I just kind of forgot that Sal can do what you do, like, but I just, you're like, my comfort level is is yeah. with you. No, I get it. I hang out in your office all day. I don't hang out with Sal's. Yeah, we have to just. There's yeah. just the process, and you yes. just got to do it every time. And um, I didn't quite, but I, you know, I she just texted me this morning and said, you know, they said they were going to go to lunch and come back, and they never did. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's done. Yeah. Well, that's not that necessarily true. That happens all the time. And she said she's not interested, and yeah. so. Shit happens. But it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it on is. On to the next. Yeah, but the BMW, you know, it's so funny because um what what I like, I called the lady back and I said, Listen, I got your message. She goes, I'm so sorry. And I said, It's not a problem. She goes, Oh, well, he just didn't like the IS, the front end. He he liked the beamer better, which is fine. And I said, Listen, not a problem. If you need anything in the future, you just let me know. She goes, "You were so wonderful. I'm going to send everyone I know your way. You're so you're going to be so successful." And it was yeah. and I was like, "Is there a survey that she could fill out?" Yeah. <laughs> see, this is
1: what happens. When you're new, you're eager to sell hard. You want to you want to well, see a result.
0: I yes, and I and I want to and I want to do the
1: job. Like I want to yeah. I want to keep learning. You like, I've learned a lot in the past few days. Yes, you have to put you have a big funnel. The funnel yeah. gets narrower. Okay. Yeah. Sales come out the bottom. Yeah. You just have to dump a lot of stuff in the funnel. Yeah. And eventually, stuff filters out. Yeah. And some people are like, I bought something else, or I'm no longer in the market, or I'm I I just ended up buying my lease out, or whatever it is. But guess what? There, Chris and Burl and stuff. Burl brought me a deal the other day. He was like, we need to rekindle this deal from May. Yeah. He's like, they were out of the game. Now they're back in. Yeah. I'm hey, like, oh, Chris.
0: Okay. Chris. Well, let's do it. So I don't understand the full story. I'm going to have to ask him. But Chris had a customer. They were ready to buy the car. Deals were made. A deposit was, was put down. Oh, they backed out. They backed out. And they called back or yeah. something. He said, oh, I shredded everything. Yeah. And, and they, they got real frazzled and they came back in. Yeah. And then now they're redoing it. Yeah. Now they want the deal again. Yeah. He goes. I told them I shredded it, which isn't true. I don't think. I, I don't. No, I think he did. Oh, oh, he, he did. He I shredded he it. Did, yeah. Oh, I thought he was like you know. Oh. No. No, he, no. I think he did. He shredded yeah, all that. can't keep the information. Oh, right? oh that's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I yeah. think he shredded it. Yeah. So, you have yeah, to I shred mean, it. Yeah. Sometimes people, here, listen, especially highline vehicle, high sales. Yeah. Sometimes you have to recognize a good deal, in, and sometimes people don't recognize a good deal when it hits them in the face. Yeah. You just have to say, and this is why hey, that's a fair deal
0: this so I sat down with Sal after the meeting, and I said, "Listen, I missed a step. I didn't give her a proper proposal i I gave her the proposal from Ed, and I just wrote that on a piece of paper what the what the I basically did my own proposal. it was dumb. I don't know what I was thinking, but I had Burl test driving the l c and I, I didn't know. want to lose the l c also
1: what did Sal was, say he said, don't worry about it, probably
0: Sal. He said, so so this morning I said to him, this is what I want to do. I want you to work up a proposal for me. I'm going to take a picture of it, and I'm going to send, because she texted me, so I'm going to continue to text her. That is her preferred method of talking at this point. Yep. So I, I sent her a picture of the proposal. I said, no problem. I understand completely that you don't want to take the vehicle. Here's the proposal just so you have it. Just so you have exactly how much the car would be if you paid cash yeah. or or if you financed. Yeah. Here here it is. And then I just I dropped it. I was like, that's it. Thank you so much. I, it was a pleasure meeting you. I look mm-hmm. forward to hearing that's from all you gotta do. from you.
1: If you if you do ten of those, you're gonna get two you sales.
0: Know, that way, maybe a week from now, when she sees her daughter's RX again, rekindles, she goes, Oh, She'll say to her husband. But guess what? Let's let's look at that proposal. Tomorrow
1: we might be at work, and a 2011 hybrid comes in on trade. Yeah. You could call that lady and be like, I just want to let you know. Yeah. We got in this 2011. It has mm-hmm. 58,000 on it. We're asking yeah.
0: 21.9. She was willing to look at, according to Ed Sheet, we have an 04 RX Yeah, with 94,000 miles. Mm-hmm. She was willing to look at that. She goes, well, 94,000 miles. I could put another 94 on it. Doesn't I mean, matter. These are great cars.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you let me tell you something. When I came to Lexus from BMW, there's a little bit of a shock to the system because a car com- comes in off lease at BMW. It has let's say it's a three twelve. It has thirty six thousand miles on it, okay? Or around about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That car we could certify it, we could we could sell it. But let's say a. a 2011 5 series comes in with 74,000 miles. It's a, it's a time bomb. Yeah. Nobody wants it. Yeah. The car's worth nothing. Yeah. It, well, it's only a six year old BMW, but it, yeah, it has 75,000 miles on it. It's done. It's wow. Game's over. Yeah. Nobody, we can't retail the, like, it, nobody wants a, a German car with over 50,000 miles. Yeah. It's, it's a, almost a, like it's it, it, just it's kryptonite.
0: Yeah. Just parts. It, just send it for parts.
1: Yeah. Here, we get a, we have a hundred thousand mile LX and we get calls on it all day long. Yeah, Toyota engines, Lexus engines. It's unbelievable. Um, people people are like a oh, hundred thousand miles. It's no big deal. Yeah, they they just go forever.
0: She literally was happy to look at an 04. Yes, with almost a hundred thousand miles. It's she was bizarre. like, "I'll take it." Now we did. I don't. I didn't, first off, I couldn't find it, and I don't even know if
1: it exists. Oh well, if there's a cube, it exists.
0: I, I didn't see a cube. It was on Ed's Ed's list.
1: Uh, there um, was a cube. Okay,
0: I saw the cube. I was just—we were in the lot, and I had my list with you me. Gotta I gotta
1: start looking at the
0: well, board. The, I always carry.
1: Cubes. I always carry my list around. I always carry the list because I'm with the customer out in the you field. Gotta start reconciling the list with the board. Yeah, I
0: mean, I don't. I can't run back inside all the time to look at the board. So I just have my list. Anytime someone wants to look at a pre-owned car, I grab the list. Grab that way, the list. I can just have it in your pocket. Yeah, I just put it in my back pocket, and um, uh, I said, "Listen, I don't know if you're interested." Uh, but there is an 04 RX with 94,000 miles yeah so it's, oh fantastic where's that
1: yeah I was like it's unheard of anywhere else
0: yeah
3: I was like oh. if
1: somebody said you have an 04 BMW with 94,000 miles like people would be like is, is it in a swamp yeah an <laughs> 4 rx is on the front line. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's yeah. It's People it's really like, crazy. yeah. That's a great car for my daughter or my it's yeah. starter car.
0: It's really interesting. Just a transporter. They're but. phenomenal vehicles. How
1: long have we been going? This is a long. A hundred
0: and or a hundred one hour and uh, forty five minutes. Wow, that's a long one. Yeah. Good luck so, editing this one. So I'm going to be up all night editing, and I am going to go to work tomorrow are to you? make up for my sick day. Yeah. Okay. it's well, up to you, Jay? What else am I going to do? What? I at this. Sit here. <laughs> Sit sit at home and stare at the wall. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's great. Steph still doesn't know what playing DJ means. I'm just going to throw that out there. She still has no idea. Well, you're the DJ, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to our website at www. dot. tmbspodcast. dot com. You. You can email us at the Michael show at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? If you need a Lexus, there's only one place to go in the Pittsburgh area, and that is Lexus Promote of yourself. North Hills. Huh?
1: Promote yourself. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, you can come and see me now. Yeah, that's right. Come see me at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA 15090. Call us at 724-940-1400. Or call me directly at 412-690-5339. Email me at mpapinchak at lexusofnorthhills.com. And if you need any custom tailoring, only one place to go in the Pittsburgh area, that is Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. You can email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. And go to www.thisisarahmiller.com for family, wedding, fashion, and commercial photography. That's Sarah Miller Photography, S-A-R-A-H-M-I-L-L-E-R. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week on the Michael Papinchak Show. <laughs>